Welcome to the Faith at Work Sermon Podcast. I'm Pastor Jim Melvin. Whether or not you identify as a Christian or part of any organized faith community, you're welcome here. While basing what I have to say on the Bible and my own Christian faith, I hope that you will find something relevant to your life. The 4th of July weekend is a good time for us to reflect upon what we have to be thankful for as a country and to challenge ourselves to be the people who God intends us to be. I'm going to begin with a teaching from Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Jesus, fleeing the growing crowds that were pursuing him, went up on a mountain, sat down, gathered his disciples around him, and began to teach. He said to them, You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under the bushel basket, but on the lampstand and it gives light to all the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. This is the Gospel from Matthew 5:14-16. Those words establish the identity of the church that has followed in Jesus' footsteps for the past 2,000 years. The followers of Christ were not bonded together in a privileged secret club. Christ's followers were to stand publicly as a shining example of a message of love, faithfulness, and forgiveness modeled in his image. His disciples and the church which they constituted would be perched like a city on a hill, like a gleaming Jerusalem for the world to see for better or for worse. The church as a city on a hill is not a reason for pride. It's a call to great responsibility. The image of the shining city on a hill has been adopted by three great orators to describe America. The pilgrim John Winthrop in 1630, President-elect John Kennedy in 1963, and President Ronald Reagan in 1989. Each of them echoed Jesus' sense of duty and responsibility to serve as an example for the world to follow. Faithful to Jesus' intent is a call to humility, not pride. John Winthrop gave his speech aboard the Arbella on its voyage from England to New England to establish a Puritan community there. His early vision would be incorporated into the spirit of what would be, a century and a half later, the United States of America. Winston wrote, We must consider that we shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us, so that if we shall deal falsely with our God in his work, we have undertaken and so cause him to withdraw his present help from us. For Winthrop, should the people fail to live up to the standards set by Jesus Christ to his call, it would not bring only shame on them, but shame upon the God whom they represented. And for the pilgrims, that was the ultimate sense of responsibility. As the nation was established, prospered, and grew, 
a sense of pride developed in Americans who came to see themselves as an exceptional people who set the bar for other nations established around the world very high. The concept of American exceptionalism always risks substituting arrogance and pride for humility and duty. But that aside, through the events of the 20th century, America arose as the world's greatest economic and military power. The eyes of the world were upon us. By the time that John F. Kennedy prepared to assume the presidency of the United States, the image of America as a shining city on a hill had dimmed a bit. The Soviet Union challenged her military might, and we found ourselves in a terrifying nuclear cold war. Meanwhile, the war in Vietnam was heating up. The protests of the civil rights movement was exposing the racial injustice that had been our dirty little secret. The melting pot was about to boil over. and Kennedy conjured up John Winthrop in a speech delivered shortly before he was inaugurated. He wrote, I have been guided by the standard John Winthrop set before his shipmates on the flagship Arbella 331 years ago, as they, too, faced the task of building a new government on a perilous frontier. We must always consider, he said, that we shall be as a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. Today the eyes of all people are truly upon us, and our governments, in every branch, at every level, national, state, and local, must be as a city upon a hill, constructed and inhabited by men aware of their great trust and their great responsibilities. For we are setting out upon a voyage in 1961, no less hazardous than that undertaken by the Arbella in 1630. We are committing ourselves to tasks of statecraft no less awesome than that of governing the Massachusetts Bay Colony, beset as it was then by terror without and disorder within. History will not judge our endeavors, and our government cannot be selected merely on the basis of color or creed or even party affiliation. Neither will competence and loyalty and stature while essential to the utmost, suffice in times such as these. For those to whom much is given, much is required. And when at some future date the high court of history sits in judgment on each one of us, recording whether in our brief span of service we fulfilled our responsibilities to the state, our successes or failure, in whatever office we may hold, we will be measured by the answer to four questions. Were we truly men of courage? Were we truly men of judgment? Were we truly men of integrity? And were we truly men of dedication? On this 4th of July, and every day for that matter, Kennedy's four questions deserve repetition. Are we truly people of courage? Are we truly people of judgment? Are we truly people of integrity? And are we truly people of dedication? By continually returning to these questions, we are more likely to answer them 
in the affirmative. Finally, Ronald Reagan revived the city on a hill metaphor at the end of his farewell address in 1989. Reagan, dubbed the great communicator, endured criticism for his system of Reaganomics and his proclaimed war on drugs. Reagan looked back with a sense of accomplishment at the end of his eight years, and some still wistfully look back on those years as a golden age. Reagan wrote, The past few days when I've been at that window upstairs in the White House, I've thought a bit of the shining city upon a hill. The phrase comes from John Winthrop, who wrote it to describe the America he imagined. What he imagined was important because he was an early pilgrim, an early freedom man. He journeyed here on what today we'd call a little wooden boat, and like the other pilgrims, he was looking for a home that would be free. That's how I saw it, and see it still. How stands the city? How stands the city on this winter night, more prosperous, more secure, and happier than it was eight years ago? But more than that, after 200 years, two centuries, she still stands strong and true on the granite ridge, and her glow has held steady, no matter what the storm. Well, there you have the words of Jesus, John, John, and Ron, as they wax poetic on the city on a hill. We are still a city on a hill. The eyes of the world are upon us, for good or for ill. But of, of we to whom much has been given, much will be required. On July 4, 2020, what do those looking up from below see perched on this rocky ridge? They see tall buildings of gleaming glass and steel, with streets teeming with cars and trucks of every color and description. They see people fed and overfed with rich food and drink, and blessed with every material convenience. They see crowds of people, busy to the point of distraction, tapping out messages on their electronic devices. They see prosperity and progress. Today they also see crowds rioting in the streets and monuments being tumbled. They hear angry shouts demanding justice and economic opportunity. They see police with riot shields and they whiff the tear gas wafting down from above. They see masked faces of people trying to survive a pandemic, walking beside others, carefree, careless, and unmasked, as though they had not a care in the world. But more important than what the world sees when it looks up to that city on the hill is what we see when we look to the future. What is our vision of this gleaming city? I think I could do worse than go back to how Ronald Reagan described it. He said, In my mind, it is a tall, proud city built on rocks stronger than oceans, wind-swept, God-blessed, and teeming with people of all kinds, living in harmony and peace, a city with free ports that hum with commerce and creativity. And if there have to be city walls, the walls have doors 
and the doors are open to anyone with the will and the heart to get here. It's quite a vision. We are still a city on a hill. It is our city to make as we choose. Let us let our light shine before others so that they may see our good works and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Let us be that shining city on a hill. Amen. May God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. And may God bless America. <laughs>